Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about handling feedback effectively. About three months into our coaching engagement, David transferred divisions. His boss, Joanna, had initiated his coaching because she often felt he was overly cautious. David's expertise was unique, and she'd wanted him to apply it more independently and assertively. Now his new boss, Jay, was coming down hard on him, repeatedly reining him in. Jay's messages were, check with me and include the group and don't be a rogue. Jay expressed his frustration to me. Not only did he want David to be more of a team player, he wanted him to stop being so argumentative about the feedback. David was caught in what I call the feedback paradox, and his struggles were causing people to experience him as defensive. I felt pretty certain we could set this whole thing right by addressing both the paradox and his responses. First, we looked at the feedback paradox. We talked about what feedback is and what feedback isn't. I define feedback as one person's experience of another person. I liked what you said in that meeting is feedback. You talk too fast is feedback. Your values don't align with the company's is feedback. None of those statements are truth. They're just feedback, one person's experience of another. Your idea will never fly is not feedback. That's not someone's experience of you. It's their opinion about your idea. You're late again is not feedback. It's a piece of measurable data. You scared that poor waitress to death is not feedback. It's one person's guess about a second person's effect on a third person. Now, if the waitress confirms the guess, yeah, he really did scare me to death, well, that would be feedback. In David's prior position, Joanna had told him, you're not taking enough risks. I want you to act more decisively on your expertise. That was feedback, and he had tried to act on it. Now, the very behaviors he'd worked to create were getting him into trouble. Hence the paradox. I talked with David about the profession of criticism. Read any selection of reviews about a play or a book or a movie. Critics inevitably contradict one another. What's sophomoric and blatant to one reviewer is clever and surprising to another. Now, how can that be? Because every critic brings years of personal perspective to the moment of reviewing. What appears to be paradoxical and contradictory is actually just individual. Whatever feedback you're getting these days is no different. If one piece of feedback contradicts another... It doesn't make either of them invalid. It just makes them each unique to the person who's giving it. David began to see that Jay's feedback was uniquely Jay's, and that ultimately he, David, would have to choose whether to act on Jay's feedback. Since Jay was now his boss, I was advising David that, yes, he should act on the feedback as best he could. But whether he acted on it or not, appearing defensive and argumentative could not be good for him, so we turned to that. In part, David was appearing defensive because he cared. Approval was very important to David, so Jay's feedback felt unfair and very personal. But it's not personal, I told David. What do you mean? How can it not be personal? It's about me. You don't think that's personal? No, I said, it's not. It's about Jay. Jay's feedback is his report of his experience of you. You contribute to Jay's experience, sure, 
But how he experiences you is not actually about you. It's about him and his preferences, just as Joanna's experience of you was about her and her preferences. Well, he said, I, I liked her feedback a whole lot more. <laughs> I'm sure you did, I said. But her feedback wasn't better or more valid. It was just more comfortable. But hers wasn't about you any more than Jay's is about you. If feedback is just someone's opinion, then it can't be right or wrong. It simply is. And since feedback simply is, it's beyond debate. Anything that sounds like, no, no, you don't understand, sounds defensive. The American Heritage Dictionary defines defensiveness as, quote, constantly protecting oneself from criticism, exposure of one's shortcomings, or other real or perceived threats to the ego, close quote. Understandably, people who react defensively are seen as unready for leadership responsibilities. To avoid sounding defensive, you really only have two choices about your response. One, thank you. Two, can you clarify what you meant when you said... David didn't want to sound defensive, but he felt that those two responses wouldn't allow him to explain his confusion to Jay. So we shaped this piece of communication. I really do appreciate your feedback, Jay. I want you to know I'm really trying to understand it and do what you're asking. I also want you to know that for the past two years, Joanne asked me to act more independently, and I worked hard to develop that part of myself. So if it seems like I'm stuck in old behaviors, well, that may be why. That communication avoided sounding defensive by incorporating three specific behaviors. Number one, it doesn't argue against Jay's position. On the contrary, David acknowledges Jay's position and aligns with it. He says, I'm really trying to do what you're asking. Number two, it takes an and stance. It says, well, here's my understanding of what you said, and I'd like to add to that. Number three, while attempting to enlighten, it still accepts full responsibility. He says, if I seem stuck, that may be why. Handling feedback effectively requires, first and foremost, that you realize that what you're hearing is just someone's opinion. It may be contradictory, or it may feel terribly personal, but it actually isn't about you at all. It's about them. Second, slow down your response. Say thanks or ask for clarification. If you want to add thoughts of your own, be sure to include those three behaviors I just went through. Responding maturely to feedback is a crucial part of the look and sound of leadership. That's today's edition of the Look and Sound of Leadership. A complete archive of our executive coaching tips can be found on the Essential Communications website, EssentialCom.com. That's EssentialCom with two M's. Click on the Tips and Tools button. Thanks for listening.